Hey everyone. Wow, it's been a while. So I was down in Peru to do a ayahuasca retreat, a dieta as they call it. They, you diet on plants. Um, amazing. Um, Ni Wei Rao, if you're interested, it's amazing. The most powerful healers, curanderos, doctors, surgeons. I don't even know what to call it. It's just, you, you know, all I kept thinking when I was there was, we're working with a pencil in the West as far as healthcare. These people are working with a supersonic computer. They're, like they're, they're working with literally the cosmos, like the plants that are directly connected to nature, to its power, to its healing. It's just, it's fucking insane. That's all I can say. So it's literally going to be my primary doctor from now on because... I kept thinking, would I rather be in a hospital on 77th Street or down in the jungle? I'm like, yeah, in the jungle. All day, every day. These women, these healers are so unbelievably powerful. Now, look, you know, this is not the Western model. If you're looking for data and, you know, you know, return, it's just, it's, it's outside our thinking. So if you try to put it into a rational box and you're thinking, you know, what's the percentage of what the fuck ever you know it just forget about it and don't bother it's you have to really trust it's it's a leap of faith to trust something you do not understand i mean you go to the doctor you know you're they put you down and operate on you but you trust them right do you really know what they're doing do you know how a computer works i don't but you still trust it right here's a vaccine do you do you know how it really works no do you trust it? Yeah. Right. So, you know, we're going to we'll do things which are kind of insane when you think about it, trusting other apes. But we have real issues surrendering to nature. <laughs> you know, plants are nature. And medicines come from plants, right? So the retreat was grueling, difficult, and unbelievably healing. Um... The idea is that when you go down, you know, you're, you know, you're on diet, so you're literally eating one meal, two meals potentially a day, which are pretty, like, bland. There's no salt, there's no sugar. It's just, you know, you might as well be eating, like, cardboard or something. Because um, the idea is that you, you, your body is, is stripped of sugar, salt, you know, all the stuff that we have every day. And so your, your body is weakened and your spirit is strengthened right it was also a silent retreat which i don't think was really actually a good idea i mean i think if people want to be silent that's good but when you're going into these ceremonies or these healing modalities a lot of stuff comes out so i really think that you know there should be talking i mean if you want to talk right so we i did i had friends and we just had, we had the rebel alliance we'd go to each other's hut and like rattle on about things and so i think wherever you go i think it's important to have yeah people want to be silent they can be silent but there should be the ability to communicate and share with your friends, you know, what you're going through. It doesn't lessen what you're going through. In fact, it's one of the things that I rec- recognize from going to a different retreat, same place, different. It's all about the facilitator, is that there is a bonding when you're going through the really insane experiences with this medicine. I mean, it is deeply healing and it's going to literally dredge up things you have never even seen, you don't know about. And 
Yeah, and it's going to test you. The medicine tests you. How committed are you to your healing? Now, I had promised my little girl, girls, five years ago when I knew nothing about what had happened, that I was going to bring them home. I was going to bring them home. So if there's trauma from childhood, they're frozen. They, they got to disappear. And, you know, when you're going in, I always talk, you're going to go find your children. It's a search and rescue mission to go get that little boy, that little girl home. That's what's stuck. It's not you now. It's that. And, you know, my network was totally shut down. And I didn't know why. And um, so now you've got to participate. In other words, it's not, oh, you sit there, oh, the plants. No, 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 no. You have to really focus on the plants, really focus on asking for their help, really focus on them in these ceremonies. If you're sitting there thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner when you get back or, you know, what you said to someone, I mean, the plants don't, they just pass by you, right? You have to be totally open to the plants, right, in these ceremonies. In that Maloka, there are 60,000 plants in that ceremony space. And it is through the Shipibo who have been dieting on the plants for, you know, 70, 80 years, whatever, sometimes, you know, that, you know, they come through the ship. The Shapubo sing to you and they're operating on you as they sing to you. The plants are giving them the song to remove the blockage. And my, I started five years ago. And when you do ayahuasca, it starts from the beginning, the traumas. Why it took so long is because I had, there was so much cleansing. It's literally like they're cleansing a sewer. I mean, they showed me. I was a split screen five years ago. There was just pure black and then them taking my little girl out. It was a huge swamp. I had no idea. Energy was all over me. Dark energy, energy from abuse, sexual abuse, abandonment, neglect. I mean, it was fucking a shit show, right? I had so much to cleanse. But when the medicine comes in, she's not starting now. She's going to go right to the womb, like the moment you were even conceived, if that's where the trauma started. So she's going to work her way through every single piece of you and clean it. And that's why it's a process. There's no timetable. You know, it's not, you know, 2028. No, no. It's just you've got to let the medicine do the work. And you will get frustrated because why isn't it over? And I want everything today. And oh, my God. And, you know, I mean, I think year three or four, I was really, fr- I was like, oh, I want this thing to be over. So I thought, I'll go do Bufo alvarius, which is that frog medicine. I've got to do it. I've got to get this thing out. And then I went all the way up there where it was upstate. And my whole body said, no, 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 no. Right? So, you're, you know, there's, it's, it tests you. The medicine is going to test you. How much are you committed to the medicine? How much are you committed to healing? Are you willing to stay the course? You have to if you want to heal. There's no ape here. It's just the medicine. So, and in the retreats, you're tested. You know, you're 10 days, you know, one or two bland meals a day, which are, you know, literally it's just like, you know, sawdust filling your stomach. You're in the jungle, right? It's mosquitoes and tarantulas and God knows what else. You're with 17 people. People are going to, you know, you're going to get triggered if you've got shit going on, right? I mean, there was one woman that was just this whiny victim. It was just like, oh, you know, just wanted to throttle her. Again, I was triggered, right? So you have to, you know, you're tested. What are your triggers? 
Um, silence is a trigger. Um, yeah. You know, you're in your hut, you're writing, you're processing all the stuff that you're seeing. And then you go into the ceremonies and the ceremonies are, you know, scary. You don't know what you're going to see. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's, it's all, it's, it's nothing that's outside. It's all within you. You know, what have you kept hidden? What have you not dealt with? Now, this medicine is just, again, it's a supersonic computer. Like, I don't open my eyes during a ceremony because I'm really trying to focus on just connecting to the plants. You know, I'm just asking for help. I'm asking to be healed. I'm asking for guidance, right? You live, you have to be in this enormous state of humility. Like, you know, you're basically meeting God. That's just the only way I could say it, right? You're meeting the essence of everything, nature at its purest, most refined, connected to this divinity. In fact, I saw it. I was in a ceremony where I was shown, you know, I was connected to my higher self and the higher self was connected to this light. This is pure light, divinity. Right? So, you know, you have to go in with humility. You have to go in with truly concentrating on the plants, you know, and surrender. Now, people say, oh, yeah, surrender, it's very difficult. I'm going to surrender to something I don't know. And I'm going to say, just take me. Just take me, heal me, guide me, teach me, just help me, <clears throat> help me, right? And, and then you're going to, you know, you're going to drink this medicine. It tastes awful. There's just no two ways about it. I mean, and I can't even gulp it down, so I have to sip it down, which is like, oh, my God, it's like the worst, the worst. So you have to do that. Um, and then you're going to get dizzy and then, you know, she's going to start healing and then they come around and they sing to you I think they dizzy they're kind of you're in the medicine it starts around eight o'clock it finishes about three or four in the morning you're in the medicine for about really really in the medicine for about three or four hours actually perhaps you can go on for a while I'm, for me it was um now everybody is given when you arrive they and you meet with a shipibo who are basically the doctors and surgeons you know they can look at you and scan you and know exactly what's going on don't tell me, don't ask me how. I don't know how an airplane works. I don't know. So I still get on it, right? So um, the first thing they said to me was, you're going to live a very long life. Well, that's great news, right? Okay, fabulous. Good start. And at that point, they'll give you a medicine. They'll say, Renakia, or that this is a, a, a tree bark. It's, you know, if you look it up on Niway, you'll see every medicine has a different property healing properties to it my friend got renakia which is a tree bark it literally like goes through your whole dna and you know fixes hormones and break up, connects families i mean they it all and you know some things are great for your blood it's insane it's a hospital that's let's think about it like this you know these people have been in the jungle for thousands and thousands of years there was no doctors or anything so the medicine for them was the plants and the medicine was the ayahuasca that basically you're it's surgery. I don't know how to describe it. It's energetic surgery. And what people say, well, how can you be operated on? You are. I was off. My heart was operated on. Well, because you realize we're layers and layers of different energies, right? It's like when you take anesthesia, it, it shuts down a piece of you whilst they can do the thing. Well, the same thing. You're conscious of what's going on all the time, but they're shutting down pieces of you so they can do the work which is why you have to surrender. And again, 
you know, I, this Western medicine is a pencil. I mean, that's a fucking supercomputer. And again, I don't open my eyes because I have to focus. But people have said to me that have their eyes open. They literally can see the time space. There's a whole, the portals of energy. It's just this insane, like you're at the center of the universe. It's like there's no time space. There's portals. There's all this, this kind of, um, somebody's talking about like this, this pulsating energetic field that's opened up. And everybody's being healed in a different way through it. You will go into the past, you will go into the future, you will be in the present. There's no time space, right? It's just all one throbbing thing. Now, mine, I'm going to give you a little bit of what happened to me. Um, so mine's been going on for a while. I, five years ago, I was living literally on a huge continent of shit that I had. I was completely shut. My network was shut down, literally, completely. That's all I can say. I'd been attacked by a dark entity. In other words, I was sent out to be sexually abused by my own parents. I had no idea. I shut it down. I was made to, because of that, I thought that I had to, you know, save them. All the stuff that was going on. So over the five years, you know, I've been, uh, luckily, because I really can't, you have to connect to the medicine. When I came back from the ceremonies, from being in the jungle or wherever I was, I would sit and I would continue to connect. And the more you connect... And you can get these ikaros, which is what they sing to you, which is the vibrations, which are the healing. This is the sacred songs that they sing where the operations and the healing takes place. Um, I had the ikaros, so I would connect every day. And so what I had inside me was this huge dark entity. And it was my father. And it was a terror of being silenced, right? I'm sending out to be sexually abused. And, you know, I need to get business, so you're going to be the bait. I mean, it was horrific. But it was... And I thought, well, my last ceremony when I, I did actually close to home, it was only a weekend. I, after four and a half years or five, I saw I, my whole system. There was a second, an archaeological dig because I was like a huge, thick sewer. And she was cleansing and cleansing until I got to the seeing him holding my hand, waiting to sell me. Right? And I thought, that's it. I've seen it. My whole body's recognized it. Because this is, a, this is a complete healing. It doesn't, there's no mind, but it's the whole thing. Your mind, your body, your spirit, everything is healed. It's one, they treat you as one energetic entity, which is what you are. Your body is an energetic thing. Your mind is, you know, your heart, it's all one thing. So, you know, in the summer, I mean, it was a weekend thing when one of the Shipibo came up. It was, a, it was one of the most powerful ceremonies I'd had. There I was, I was fighting the dark. I could finally see it was him. I finally let myself get into that shadow and see that, yes, here he was selling me. Right? So again, I had no clue of everything, of anything. This has been like a slow dissolve, a slow dissolve of this. It's like an ice cap that's slowly dissolving that has inside it this monster, right? But when I came back from that ceremony, that healing, it was like two weeks, I was like, great. And then suddenly, boom, I'm on the cushion and, um, you know, Jagger was a showing up and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's more to see. So what I discovered when I went down these last two weeks is that there was a holdout in me. I was hoping, I was still hoping for a family. So when I was last there, they basically said, listen, burn the past. There's nothing to save. But there was a piece of me was like, yeah, 
I've got to have a family. Somebody here has got to be okay, right? I can't just like be an orphan, so to speak. And in my first ceremony, it was like, there's nothing to save Maria. I mean, I saw my mother, she was with my father, they were all agreed to do this to me. And that was like, oh, fuck, right? So again, you feel extraordinarily sick. I mean, some people have got like slime all over them. And there's because the way we carry this darkness is in is like nature, right? It, and people are in pain because they're opening up everything that you can't see. I had a friend who had stomach cramps the whole time that she was holding the energy of the abuse in her ovaries. And it was a lineage, it was going back many, many generations. So we're carrying a lot of sewer if there's dark energy, right? And sometimes it comes as, you know, physically it comes through as pain in your legs and so, you know, the medicine was like, okay, your mother was involved, Maria, so, like, you better give that up, any hold out here, right? That was number one. Number two, I was shown that my father was also abusing me, started abusing me very early on. Again, horrific. I mean, not only was I sold, but I was also abused by my own parent. So that was horrific. And... And in one of the ceremonies, literally this entity was, they were in me, there were tons of these, and there was one particular, it was all over my back. And they literally did an open heart surgery on me. I had two blockages in my heart because of the terror, the shutdown, the, the, the denial of life. And in the ceremony, it was like an operation. I mean, I don't care if you believe me or not, it's just, I mean, whatever, it is what it is. And as they sang, this thing was being taken out. This entity was like writhing. It was him as a spirit. And um, it was removed. Then a child was put on my lap, which is like my new self. And there was a direct connection back to the light, so to speak, right? And part of me said, well, is that going to be okay, you know? And there was another piece where I brought all my children home. I had promised my children five years ago, I didn't know what had happened to them, that I would bring them home. And I had this magnificent, beautiful vision of being in the earth, a sort of round circle in the earth, and I was there with, holding all my children, like lying down. And around me were all these Indians protecting me. I'd finally brought them all home. So, again, I say it very flippantly, it's extraordinarily difficult to be in those ceremonies. You know, when you're going into the shadow, you're going into the truth, when you're all the stuff that you've covered up, you're ready to see it. You're willing, even, and you don't even know what you're gonna see. It's, you're like, oh my God, what am I gonna see? Oh my God, you know, but you just have to trust the medicine, right? Now, I got tested, so what happens is, not only are you going to ceremony for them to really open you up so you can see everything and they can clear it out, but also in your dreams. I was tested by the devil because it was the devil that I had inside of me. It was like the darkest energy, right? So in a dream, a very clear dream, which is more lucid than reality, there it was again. I was being, there was some game that was set up and I was being tricked into coming back to the dark. And I saw it, I was like, God, fuck, this is the dark, right? Um, in one dream, I was flying, you know, as I was being released. And in another, 
I'm in the architectural business. I was up on the 60th floor with these open floors. I'm like, so if you're traumatized, one of the things you realize is everything but everything that you are doing is associated with the trauma. Everything, whether your friendships, your work, everything you do is an association, is, is an outpouring of trauma. If you've been kidnapped by trauma early on or if you've been held hostage by some horrible, terrible thing. And with me, it was the devil. There was no, no doubt about it. Or dark, whatever you want to call it. A very pure dark energy. And I was thinking, oh my God, you know, the contractor, he didn't put up the steel properly. The whole building collapsed. It was the end of my career, really, is what they were saying. And I didn't die. I was just like, because we're souls, we're indestructible, right? So you'll be tested. The, the medicine tests you, the medicine, you know, those two weeks are, you're stripped of everything. I mean, I was sitting outside my little hut looking at these birds, just jumping up and down on the trees thinking, who is taking care of all of this? I mean, that's a very religious thing, right? You know, the birds in the field, they do not sow or whatever. It's like, who's taking, who's, who's doing all this? You know, the buzzards are flying through the air, the trees are moving, the flowers are blooming. It's like, you're no longer in a city, right? You're just in the middle of the jungle and you're like, who the fuck is making all this happen? I don't know. I don't know. There's just a wonder as you kind of disappear. You kind of disappear and you become one with nature. And, you know, it's kind of karmic. You know, I, I obviously did something terrible in some other life. Um, and it was karmic payback. I mean, I was literally, in one of the ceremonies I was shown, I would, they put me in cages, like a little kid naked in a cage for power. It was all power. Horrific. Right? So whatever happens to you or happened, or it's all part of some bigger thing that happened or is beginning to happen. Or, so, so, yeah, it's, it's humility. It's, you know, you're out there. It's like, what the fuck? The jungle, one meal a day, or drinking cups of herbal tea all day and water, and you're you're there with yourself. You're there with all your sewer opened up. You're there being tested by the devil. You're there being tested by the plants. You're there, you know, you're open. You're like a, you're in a lab. Like your whole being is opened up. Your whole energetic field, your whole spirit, your physicality. And there's, you know, a lot of people that come with pains and stuff because of you know, they're holding back truths, right? There was a guy there, they tried, you know, some parents tried to suffocate him and he was just in so much pain. He was holding on to this truth. He felt responsible because they got separated after it. And it was just like, everything that happens to you is sitting inside your energetic field in your body and every cell. You know, when they operated on me and my heart to get rid of these two blockages, you know, I was laying down. They just said, post-op, we're going to check every cell now. Yeah. Now, again, it seems like, oh, are you serious, Marie? What are you talking about? You know, you have to trust and believe. In the same way that you trust in money. You think money has value only because you all decided it has money, has value, right? Otherwise, it's just a piece of paper. Right? You trust how a car works. I don't know how. I just get in it. I hope it works. I don't drive, by the way, but I'm just saying. 
But there's a lot of stuff that we, there's a leap of faith to believe in, but we do it. Yet we come to nature, which is the most powerful fucking supercomputer in the whole universe. And we're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It demands that you give up, that you surrender. And if you don't know at the beginning, it's okay. You know, people, there were some people there that was the first time and it was like they were a little bit untrustworthy. They didn't, I get it, right? It's, you're going to tiptoe in. I certainly did five years ago. But once you're in, I mean, you know, it's a, you're, you're like, it's a privilege. It's a fucking privilege. That you are literally being opened up cleansed, healed by the power of plants. Um, so, and always the narrative is bigger, right? So I definitely did some terrible thing in some other life. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I was basically told that this is payback, this is karmic retribution, right? I had to experience the dark, like it was bad, like really bad, right? To understand what love was. And I think one of the moments that was the most, oh my God. You know, because we have stories. He did this to me, put me in cages. He was, he was, suck his dick in my mouth. He, I mean, I'm four years old. You know, he's sending me out to be abused so he can get money. I was a bait for his business. I mean, it was horrific. And you can dwell on all the horror. But the thing that really broke me was that I had denied myself love. 61 years so I could protect them I had gone along and denied myself love what they did was horrific whatever they do but in the end it's a broken heart that you're dealing with it's a huge wounded heart no love no love that's the great tragedy. That's the great injury. Love. And that's what I experienced. I'd been, I denied myself love so that I could survive, so I could do their, their bidding. So, and as you, you're there and you're being broken down, literally, because again, you know, you get one meal that's, ugh, you know, cups of water, cups of tea, you know, just like, whatever. And another thing for me is I couldn't sleep because these ceremonies, what had happened was that when this information, you're, you know, you're, you're in the sickness, you're in the mariación, in the dizziness, whatever, and the information is revealed, it's almost like they, they take out a chunk of cancer. They, they take out a chunk of this like dense energy and it's released, or your energy is released. So when I'm done with these ceremonies, I, my brain is on fire, like my network is back on. Like they've taken away a big chunk of stone. Let's put it, I, mean, I, I don't know how to describe it. <coughs> Huge chunk of something. It's, it's blocking your network. So when that thing is removed, the network is put back on. So you've got this energy rushing through you. And there was... I mean, I must have slept like two or three hours the whole time I was there for two weeks. And I wasn't tired. I was like on. I was lit. And even coming home, like I never get up at 5.30. I'm like, my brain is on. Like I'm back, my network is back on, right? I'm like, I'm focused. I'm clear. Right? So there's so many 
plot. I mean, there's so much blessing and so much privilege and so much healing that I don't give a shit. As I said, would I rather be in a hospital on 77th Street with a bunch of apes or down in the jungle feeling sick and being alone, you know, and being kind of on your own and eating one meal? I'd rather do that any day, all day. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. And I remember a friend of mine's boyfriend's father was very sick here in New York. And, um, and the doctor has said to them, you know, they said, what's going on with my dad? You know, when's he going to be out? And they said, no, there's nothing more we can do. Start praying. <laughs> so, you know, apes, <clears throat> not saying it's all bad at all. Of course, I'd go into hospital, I broke my leg. But if you're dealing with serious traumas, you know, that's why we have these diseases, cancer and all this stuff. It's like, I mean, it's taken five years to heal, to cleanse. I mean, what they're doing, they're doing the medicine is cleansing your energetic field. Cleansing, cleansing, cleansing. It took that long because it was so, I was literally in a sewer of shit, of darkness, every experience, every thought, every horrid action, it was all being cleansed. So, um, and I thought, you know, going through all these ceremonies, having these dreams, literally, you know, fighting with the devil. Um, I was attacked by other dark forces that were in my family, a cousin, my uncle, who, you know, trying to shut me down. Um, the last ceremony, and my ceremonies, I always ask for the same thing. I just heal me, you know, show me, guide me, and I want my power back. I want myself back, you know. It was all this horrible stuff, I want it out so I can own myself again or be with myself. And what's interesting, the last ceremony, and I didn't puke. I mean, we go to the bathroom and stuff, but I, I didn't really, but the last one, I puked a million, like, <clears throat> nonstop. Not nonstop, but a lot. I mean, you go to the bathroom a lot, you know, you get diarrhea, you get poop, <coughs> you sweat, you cry. I mean, it's all expulsion of dark, whatever's going on. And sometimes people hold it for a while. Like there were people there that felt they were covered in slime and it was like they felt like this thing was on them, right? It's this energy. And, you know, <clears throat> by the third or fourth ceremony, it was being, you know, they were really, like somebody had a pain in their spine the whole time. Again, that was brought up because of what they were holding, right? Eventually that's been released. When, when you see it, when you face what happened, when you go into that darkness, when you're willing because you know once something something's happened you don't want to re-experience it but the only way to get to the other side of it is you have to re-experience it and it's terrifying it's not you that's experiencing it's your child right that's why i say go look for your kid go bring them home so the last ceremony and by the way i didn't get a plant to drink what i got was like this incredible shipiba hula lauda who's a saint had made me a special concoction of plants that I basically it was like a steam. I had to breathe it all in. They had like a steam bath. They had flower baths, and they cover you in flowers, and then steam baths. And so I'd, I would, this, she put this huge concoction. I felt like a witch, and they sort of turned this thing around, this brew. And it was insane. It was so powerful. And whilst I was in there doing the steam, I was asking to be helped, asking to be healed, right? And it was just this monster was kind of writhing around me. Uh, so the last ceremony, I thought, well, I've seen it all. Okay, he, did, he, 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 he abused me. He sent me out to be abused. She knew about it. They're all in, all, both of them. They were just equally as bad as each other. 
Okay, great. All right, that's it. I had, and I was tested by the devil showed up because that was within me, the devil, or the darkness, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I thought the last ceremony would be like, you know, they usually say they, they give you protection, the arcanas, arcanas, they put on you. Because they've opened up your whole energetic field, so you have to close it, you know, seal it up, protect you, because you're very exposed, right? And I thought it would be like a nice, you know, <laughs> I always... You're always wrong. I mean, in these ceremonies, just know that whatever you think, it's got nothing to do with what you think because you have no idea how your shadow works because you have no idea what your lineage is. <coughs> I don't know where I came from. And so the last ceremony, I saw it clearly. And they showed me these people were not my parents. They were sent by the dark, by the forces of the dark. And they knew I was coming. I was going to be born. And, you know, I was born light. And they're like, no, we're going to grab this one. And they did. And, and I was basically kidnapped, stolen by the dark, by energies of the dark, whatever you want to call it, spirits of the dark. And um, so all of this abuse and being in cages and being sent to men, it was all about power. They did not, they want to take my, they made, want to show, make sure I like, they're going to break my legs, right? I would never shine. I would never be light. I would never, I would be, you know, their prisoner. I saw it in my first ceremony five years ago. I was on the floor, my hands behind my back. So the dark had taken my light. That's basically it. You know, put it on Laban's terms. And that the medicine was bringing me home. And that I was connected to the Shipibo. And when I say connected, I mean the Shipibo, who are the curanderos, they're light. That's what they are. They're light and they're love and they're healing. And everybody's a human being, of course. We all have our stuff. But their practice of living in that light is very powerful. It's not like a fake thing. It's what they do. They have to to be able to work with the medicine. And so interestingly enough, I was like, well, what do I need to do now? Like, you know, I'm, my career is definitely going to stop at some point. What am I, you know what's my purpose like what am I here for like what do I have to do do I have to get a degree at the new school I mean like you know and I'm like you do nothing it's just gonna happen I don't know what that is by the way I have no idea so so it was you know again it's trusting the medicine <clears throat> you think you know we all think we know we've all got the answers we don't when you go into this medicine you haven't got a fucking clue what's gonna happen you have no the fuck idea what I had no idea there were dark energies that were sent you know from the dark side of hell to come steal me before I was born and I always said you know I was drowned on arrival I was just horror it was just horror from day one of course I had it all blacked out because I was owned by the devil or owned by the dark I mean I had agreed I'd submitted I was terrified you know when you're a child you've got no choice you have to submit so I blacked them out and I reinvented them. And, and what I was doing was truly denying myself, right? I was denying myself love. I was protecting the dark. Basically what I was doing. So <clears throat> I had, again, no idea. I mean, what the fuck? I don't know. Um, so the stories get deeper and deeper. The, the understanding gets deeper and deeper. 
And all of it, again, was completely unknown to me. I had no idea. This journey started five years ago. I had no, I was so severed, so fragmented, so shut down that I had given my life up for this, for these people. I had shut my, my whole spirit down because I was so terrified to agree and submit to being a slave to the dark. That's the only way I can really describe it. Right? Now, this isn't happening in, you know, in regular, where's my paycheck, what's my 401k, and can I get a Vinti Starbucks life, right? These are happening, you know, we're layers. They say in the Shipibo there are like 10 different dimensions. I don't know. Again, I have no idea. But there are so many layers of consciousness. <coughs> so many layers of other dimensions. I don't know. And then... Perhaps the most, the, the most powerful thing of all was I, met, I had a friend there, a fabulous woman who I never met her before. And the last day she said to me, Maria, you know, I just had a dream. And you and I were together and we were fighting the dark. I was like, oh my God, that was what, you know, literally what was happening at the ceremony. So we're all connected. We're all, you know, the medicine is nature. It's, it's divinity. It's, and then I asked, you know, well, how come when I'm home, I have, you know, when I sit at home, I have thousands of Indians that show up every day, you know, when I sit in the medicine. And they're like, of course, you know, people have died. These indigenous people have died. They're buried in the ground. And then, you know, the plants come out of the ground and their spirit is in the plants. So that's where they are. They're, you know, these indigenous people are part, some sort of part of my heritage. Um, and people have stuff that's happened to them that's, you know, again, it's lineage, it's, it's heritage, it's, it's come through, you know, down bloodlines. And they're healing stuff that might have happened for generations, right? Um, everybody's having a unique experience. Everybody's, you know, healing from something. Otherwise, you wouldn't be down there. Now, <clears throat> you are not doing ayahuasca unless you really need to heal, right? It's not like, oh, I'm just going to go do No, no, no. You do not want to do ayahuasca. It is, when I say you don't want to do it, I'm like, it's not a rave drug. It's not like, no. If you're doing it with these doctors who are basically the surgeons, I mean, it's not like doing it in New York. These are surgeons. This is not like an experience of, oh, you know, I have some issues. No, these people are going to open you up and clean you out. And it's something that you have to go in with tons of amount of reverence, humility, surrender, focus, and willing to accept whatever the tests are, um, which there will be, because she'll test you. She's always testing you. Um, you know, you're going to put up with being sort of miserable, really, because you're sitting there, mosquito bites, one meal a day, not a lot to do. There's a lot of processing you're doing through these, you're, not, you're going to ceremonies, you don't know what's going to happen in ceremonies. I mean, it's really, it's a, it's a, it's a struggle, no doubt. It's like being, it's like for me, it was like being in hospital. People say, oh, you're on vacation. No, I was in hospital. I was literally, I feel like I was in hospital. And she told me, you know, we're going to, this is it. We're going to liberate you. Five years in, that's it. We're going to finally get this thing out. So, and they did. So yeah, you do not want to do ayahuasca, by the way. 
If you're doing it, it's because you really want to heal. That's it. You can't go in like, oh, yeah, no, no. You've got to go in and go, right, that's it. Like, I need this thing out. You know, the, your commitment to the medicine has to be a zillion percent. I want this thing out. I'm willing to do whatever. I'm willing to surrender. Just please, God, just please heal me. Right? Just please fucking heal me. I, I can't. I don't want to live another day breathing any of this shit. And it will come through, you know, if you commit to something. And it was actually very funny because as I was being healed of this entity, and the next day were more entities that were coming out. They kind of came in a group. Um, she said to me, you know, it's teamwork. <laughs> I was so great. I was like, teamwork. It's teamwork. You have to put all of you in. It's not you sit, then they do it to you. It's not like, oh, I paid for this, so therefore I don't have to do anything. No, 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 no. You have to go in and you have to commit to yourself. Commit to your healing. Commit to everything to the plants. And, and it was really funny because I have some implants and I was concerned about getting infected down there because I have to come back and do surgery here in New York. And I literally said to the plants, listen, do you mind having a quick peek at my implants and make sure they're okay? And like my whole mouth was opened up. It was insane. Now, again, you're in an altered state. You're very conscious. They are taking energetic layers off, switching them off so they can go to the wound or the site where the event happened so they can heal it. They are cleansing. That is what they're doing. They're purifying your whole energetic field. It's literally like a power wash. It's very unpleasant. You will suffer. The whatever that, you know, if you're being... It's like, a, you know, if a cancer's being pulled out, it's not, you know... It's not pretty, right? But you're, there's, there's nobody cutting into it. It's not like you're in a hospital. And so you, you know, it's, it's the, the medicine, the plants are doing the work. So what can I, when I, when I came back, I'm like, fuck, I had so much more energy. I'm up at 5.30, I'm clear, I'm like ready to go. I'm like, what the fuck? I was literally, it's like I went 4.0, I came back 4.8. Like it's an up, it's a huge upgrade. And I'm done as far as, you know, that's that part of the journey over. All right. I got rid of this energetic thing that was holding me hostage. Uh, I have tons more energy because all those blockages was just, it was, you know, stopping the flow of life. And do I know what's going to happen? No. Do I trust the medicine? Absolutely. You know, once your energy changes within you, it's not that you have to do anything. The world changes outside because we're all energy, right? So if you have dark energy, you attract it. If you don't, you're not attracting it anymore, right? So there's... I can't describe it. It's just insane. The power. The power. The connection to the cosmos, to time... I mean, to everything. That... Medicine, the medicine just scoured every cell of my body, looking to see if there was anything else. Um, removed two blockages that were inside my heart from the terror of what happened to me early on. I don't know. I don't know how to... I mean, I just... It's insane. It gave me really just a whole new lease on life. And I'm 61, so God knows if you're younger what it can do for you. 
It took a while because, you know, I've been carrying the blockage for a long time. And these, these women, they were all women. There was one guy, but it was amazing, two purvis. Leela, Laura, Ines, <clears throat> Diana, there was a bunch of them, purvis. It was just like, it's like the dream team of like the cosmos just shows up. And there's nothing romantic about it. There's nothing spiritual. I mean, as far as like, oh, I'm going to wear a robe. No, 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 no. It's fierce. It's fierce. And you have to be equally as fierce and equally as willing to <coughs> to heal. They call it the vine of the dead because you literally, a piece of you just dies. Right? You die. Everything you've known, everything you've believed, everything you think you are, it just goes. Once you see the truth. You can't go back. There's no unseeing what you see. And again, it's, it's everything. It's your whole body is healed your whole everything your brain your heart above all the heart for me it was a really I was walking around with a very broken heart you know your first relationship with your parents is the most intimate you'll ever have and then everything falls into place everything makes sense the whole puzzle is put together and you're made whole I get it you know he scammed my mother he had no love for my mother he, he was I was literally see him on the savannah he was like, he's a prey. She was prey to get to her family. Went to London, left her behind. She had two children. He had no intention of bringing her. She came, he got caught. Then he decides he's going to sell me and he's going to be abused. And then this whole thing between her family and him and him trying to get away from her family, using me to get, it was just, I was a pawn. It was just, the whole, I had no fucking clue. Like, none. Because I was frozen with terror. I was stuck in this horrific place, frozen in that time. And nobody would have told me, nobody else knew. So the medicine illuminated everything, showed me everything. I lived through all the horror that I lived. She cleansed me, she healed me. And yeah, I mean, it's like, what? I'd be sitting in a hospital right now, God knows. on. They'd be pumping me with pills and telling me, like, you know, I've got two days to live. Or having open-heart surgery, could you imagine? Like, no. So, yeah. you kind of got to be bigger in your thinking, in a way. You've got to be more fearless. You've got to be less closed about what you think the world is. Because none of us really know. It's just a few apes control everything, and they tell you, look, I'm going to terrify you, and therefore if you don't do this and that's one of the reasons they won't allow ayahuasca to be here and you can't do it with that you, you need the doctors so you can't patent it and make a zillion dollars it doesn't work like that right the shipibo are the guardians of nature that's why the nature has given them all the keys to their medicine right so and who wants to like you know you can't threaten the medicine here for god's sake i've got to keep giving you pills and making money you know, it's all a scam right so yeah, they're going to give you something that's going to, you know, it's going to make you feel okay for a few days or a week or a month, but it's going to come back. It's, it's only a palliative. It doesn't fix the root problem. This is, this is the root problem. They, like, literally pull out the root of the problem, and then everything else falls into place, right? But it's a while. It's a process. It's a process. You have to trust the medicine. You have to trust the schedule of the medicine. You have to surrender, 
that's a big word. And it takes a while to get on her side, to understand the medicine. Um, so that's it. Um, the worst part was, you know, it came out of the jungle into this town, Pukalpa, and then they changed all the vaccine rules. And I had the vaccine, but I didn't have the booster. And it was like a shit show. So I had to hustle the last moment to get the fuck out of there. And that itself was another test, but I finally got on the plane. I'm like, fuck. Um, so the world is always, you know, somehow we're always being tested. We're being, and we're all on our own unique. That's one of the things <coughs> I recognize is we're all on our own unique journey, right? I can't fix you. You can't fix me. If you're, if you're broken, it's like everybody's in the emergency room, you know, one person can't help the other person if you're in the emergency room. However, you know, there is a medicine that can help you. And again, I will be forever, forever in gratitude. I'm definitely going to go back every two years just to get a clean up, you know, um, to, for it to go through my system. It's very difficult um, if you're not used to being in that zone. But you can do anything. A human being can do anything if they really want to, right? We'll climb to the moon, you know, if we love something or someone. We'll do anything. So we are all nature, 14 billion years of evolution. We're capable of everything. We have the power to do it. Um, and you just have to want it enough. I suppose that's it. You've got to really want it, want it enough, be committed enough, and be committed to love, really, and healing. And, you know, I didn't know how I got, I don't know how I got here, but I did. I, I, I wanted something I didn't know about, but I wanted it enough that it literally showed up. You've got to want to heal. You've got to want yourself back. You've got to, some people don't. They still want to be in their misery like that person I saw. I was like, oh my God, you know, she loves the misery. All right, fair enough. I don't need to be around it, but, you know, that's what she's chosen. We've, we're all choosing everything all the time. It's not somebody else's fault, Right? We have to make, take responsibility for our healing and in a way to understand that there are modes of healing and there are all sorts. There's white tumor, there's peyote. I mean, there's tons of different healing modalities out there through the plants. Um, and this is the one that has truly saved my life. And I will be indebted to for eternity. And, you know, who knows, I might get called again might not. I mean, I will be con connected to this plant for eternity. That's certainly true. So if you've had issues, if you're into whatever is going on with you, don't, you know, fear not. There is the chance to heal everything. I mean, they've healed cancers. They've healed, I mean, they've healed everything. Um, yeah, if you're interested, check out the New Way Rao, N-I-W-E. R-A-O, the website, the healers, Lila, Laura, Ines, Pavis, Diana. Um, yeah, if it's calling you, yeah, go. That's all I can say is go. Bye.